it's Veterans Day. Also, the Bank for International Settlements wants absolute control of your money. Montana votes no to protect babies after they're born. A United Methodist Church body elects an openly gay bishop. Only world government can prevent the war nobody can win. The Ukraine is not World War III, and many other things. Well, we'll analyze these events from a prophetic perspective while taking your calls on this open line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. Now, according to to history.com, since its founding in 1776, the United States has fought in about a dozen major wars and intervened militarily on hundreds of others. With every generation of Americans witnessing combat in one form or another, and as such, tens of millions of Americans have suited up for the armed forces, including some 16 million during World War II alone. And these service members include 31 of the 34 presidents. Well over a million Americans have died in warfare. The vast majority of just two, in just the vast majority of two conflicts, the Civil and World War II. So today we want to honor our veterans and give them the recognition they deserve, not just today really, but every day. And Veterans Day is all about honoring our soldiers, both past and present, who have made sacrifices for our freedom. And we need to take a minute and give thanks to those who have served our, um, who have served with our uh, favorite Veterans Day uh, individuals. And we would not have the freedoms or be where we are today without our soldiers. And so. From all of us here at End Time Ministries, we want to thank you, everybody out there who has put on a uniform, and we may God bless each and every one of you, whether you're still in active service or you have retired or whether you're out of the military now, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, thank you so much for your service to this country, because without you... I would not be able to sit behind this desk with supposedly free speech and the other freedoms that we enjoy. Wouldn't happen without a soldier, folks. Without them going out and protecting this country 
and the rights that we so um, so much enjoy here in this country. So thank you so much to anyone, to any veteran. I remember going to a, a restaurant, I don't know, maybe it was last year at Veterans Day, and they were honoring, it was a place, a restaurant over here in Plano, Texas, and they recognize, uh, they're really into veterans and all the armed forces and everything. They were recognizing one veteran that was there, still from World War II. And they were honoring him and they, you know, playing uh, some of the different military, uh, all the different military songs and different things. And they honored this guy. And I went up and gave him a hug. And I said, you know what, thank you so much for your service. And he just looked up at me. He was, you know, probably in his 90s. And he just looked up at me and shook his head and acknowledged and and then went on. But, wow. And he went through it. He was in World War II. He went through the trenches. And, man, I wanted to thank him so much. I wish I could have done more. And uh, But, wow, thank you, everybody who has put on a, a, a uniform in any capacity and went out to protect our freedoms. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much uh, on this very special day. We honor you. Now, before I get to the calls, I wanted to go through some headlines here really quick because I know once we get into the calls, probably won't get to these. I'll probably be going through a lot of them on Monday. However, these headlines, listen at these, from the Bitcoinist. The Bank for International Settlements wants absolute control of your money via central bank digital currencies. Fox News. Montana is shamed as residents vote no on a measure to protect babies after they're born. It's unimaginable. Fox News. United Methodist Church Bodies elects openly gay bishop in a violation of its own rules and the inmates are running the asylum. Number four, the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. Back in 1958, only world government can prevent the war nobody can win or another world war. Washington Times, pushing back on ESG, environment, social, and governance, uh, fueled social credit score banking before it's too late, protecting free and fair markets. The counterpoint, the Internet of Things, is a key to meeting sustainable development goals. And also from the United Nations, the Fourth Committee hears support for referring questions to the Palestine International Court of Justice. Number eight, the UCA News, the Union of Catholic Asians News. The world is one big family. That article goes on to call some of the some Christians that have participated in exclusivism as one step away from racism. Think about that. The ninth one, number in 1940, uh, the news source, 1945, politics. The Ukraine war is not World War III. Number 10, the JNS, Jewish News Syndicate, the United Nations Dangerous Climate Summit. If, climate, if COP27 attendees are adamant about reducing CO2 emissions, they are be, there are better ways to do it than the renewables. So, all of this is prophetic in one way or another. And have we had a chance? I've already got calls on, this, on the line. I've got a few open if you'd like to reach me, one 363 8463 I'll go right to the calls on the other side of the break. But 
So much in the news right now. And again, folks, when I do these programs, me, Doug, Vince, all of us, I've got my biggest decision is which articles will I never get to? And because there's so much, I, I get hit with 40, 50, 60 articles every single day. And I've got to decide which ones can I not talk about today. And so there's so much. Well, if we have time, we'll get to some of it on today. I may have to go through some of it on Monday. Of course, there'll be a lot more by then. But so much prophecy is happening right now. We're in the end times. It's easy to prove that. But I got some calls on the line. And we'll go straight to the calls when we get back uh, from the break. Again, God bless each and every one of our veterans on this very special day. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, today's open line, I've got just a couple lines open. Uh, if you, the number to reach me, one 8463 and I'm going to go straight to the calls here. Let's go to Brian in Minnesota. God bless Brian. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Dave. How's it? Nice to meet you. I'm doing tremendous. Um, How you doing, my friend? Fantastic. Good, good. Uh, first time caller to the show. Been listening for about a few months here now, so it's been quite inspirational to be. This actually one of the first uh, messages I heard was on the prophets, or not the prophets, the trumpets. Oh, yeah. And got pretty interested in that, and... I watched the video from you back in probably 2009, I think you did a little video on it, explaining mm-hmm. them all. I've done a few um, of but them. I guess, <laughs> but I guess my main question I have is for the fifth trumpet specifically. I know it talks about that you know, Saddam Hussein burning oil fields and stuff and how yeah. a lot of that relates to it. 
I guess the only question I have about that specifically is where it talks about that um, do, uh, verse four, you know, Revelation nine, verse four. Um, he did not burn the, you know, do not burn the grasses or the trees of the ground, but then only the people that don't have the mark or the seal of God on their foreheads. I guess how does that pertain to? Sure. What you guys see in prophecy and stuff. Yeah. So the thing is, Brian, you and a lot of other people and I have the same question. That is part of the prophecy that I cannot give you a conclusive answer on. We simply don't know. Uh, at this point, I don't. Uh, we've studied that. My father-in-law, Irvin Baxter, and since you've been listening for five months, my father-in-law, Irvin Baxter, started teaching this stuff back in the 60s. We ran on the radio in 98, on television, 2009, 2010. God gave him the interpretation of these prophecies, and then a lot of us have come along beside him over the years uh, and joined the ministry. In looking at all these prophecies, we do not claim to know every nuance to every prophecy um, that's in the Bible. I believe we know, I'm going to say probably 97 or 98% of it, this port, Revelation 9-4 is one part of, the, of all the prophecies that I cannot give you a conclusive answer on. I've asked myself this question many times. I've studied it and thought, man, how does this pertain? But what we do, Brian, is here at the ministry, we teach what we know. What I can prove and document, that's what we teach. And so when it comes yep. to something like this, I can't discredit, and I'm not saying you're trying to do this, I can't discredit the rest of the prophecy. I simply just don't understand this portion of that. Uh, I wish I could give you a conclusive answer. I simply cannot at this point. Maybe in the future I can, but at this point I simply cannot. No, yeah, I mean, and, and it's very encouraging. I mean, I mean I've been very um, blessed by hearing this whole message. I mean, I guess my, my relationship with God has really strengthened in the last few months here for sure, and this has been part of it, yes. part of the process of it as well. Um, kind of, you know, I was a little skeptical at first here because I bring up, you know, being a Christian person my whole life and come up with the pre-trib kind of way and looking at it and sure. to have somebody come in or a service come in and say it's post-trib and stuff really made me think. And then I had to go do some soul searching and, you know, reading the Bible and stuff. And right. it's been phenomenal. I mean, just everything you guys have posted has been great and yeah. lines up exactly how you read it. When <laughs> good, good. So, well, I'm glad you got Appreciate that. Appreciate the service you guys do. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing, Brian. I mean, any way we can help you, uh, the number here at the ministry, 1-800-363-8463. My personal email, uh, drobbins, D-R-O-B-B-I-N-S, at endtime.com. If you got a question, you can call, talk to me, Doug, Vince, email me, email Doug Norvell, and I'll help you out any way I can. Um one of the things I want you to know, though, is that even though I don't know the answer, the conclusive answer to this, if I do give you an answer on something, it's something that I can document and um, or else I will tell you I'm speculating. That's the way that we've run the ministry since back in the 80s. My father-in-law did it before me, and we will never move off of that, Brian. That way you can take to, you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if I tell you something, you can take it to the bank. Not because I'm super intellectual or super smart or smarter than anybody else, but because it aligns up with the Word of God and we can document it. And so that's why people have followed us for years and years, because we're not going to lead them astray. I want to know the truth. We're truth seekers. And so um, I just want to encourage you in that fact. 
Yeah, and I really appreciate that too. I've yes, noticed sir. that with a lot of the podcast listening to of just things you don't have an exact answer on. You're you're not you're willing to say I don't know. Mm-hmm. As of right now, we haven't been given that revelation there, or there so. You go. And kind of the whole story you talked about where uh, Irving goes and gets wakes up and go get a newspaper and see yeah. what the leopard is today. It's like that's yeah, the cool testimony to say that, but you don't always get those. Yes, sir. I, I man, I'd love so. to him. I'd love for him to wake me up and tell me to go buy a newspaper. <laughs> and uh, what, what's the, you know, what's the seven um, uh-huh. thunders or something like that, but haven't had that happen yet. <laughs> no, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, all right, my friend. God bless. Yeah, and, hey, don't be a stranger. I won't, sir. All right, God bless you. Um, let's go to Tom in Connecticut. God bless, Tom. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Dave. Hope you're doing okay today. Yes, sir. I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. I love the show. Um, I've been studying Revelation and biblical prophecy for, for two decades, and i got to say it wasn't until I came across your teachings and your website, endtime.com, just a couple of years ago that I finally was able to understand a lot of it. Yes, sir. So kudos to you and your team. Thank you. Um, and I, and I guess, based on what the, what the last caller just said, you're probably going to have pretty much the same answer for me as you did for him. But I know you guys think or, or, or teach that um, it's likely that the U.S. is going to protect uh, Israel uh, based on Re- Revelation 12:14, where Israel is given the, the wings of an eagle and taken to a place of safety. Yes, sir. Um, but but I, I, if there's precedent in Exodus 19 where the same thing happens where uh, God is saying to Moses, you have seen what I did unto the Egyptians and yes, how I bear you on eagles' wings yes. and brought you unto myself. That's correct. So, so I, was, I was wondering if you, could, uh, if, there's, if you could reconcile, or maybe I missed something where wow. the eagles' wings that you're referring to in Revelation, if there's a piece that I'm missing, yeah. that kind of solidifies the fact that it's the U.S. possibly that we're talking about. Yes, sir. So when the book of Daniel... Uh, was written by Daniel, obviously, when he was in Babylonian captivity. He was given many visions. The majority of the book of Daniel, if you study it, is Bible prophecy. I know there's the three Hebrew children and the Daniel and the lion's den and all that, and all the Sunday school kids love to tell those stories. However, the most of the book, most of Daniel is prophecy. So in Daniel 7, he's given, he's given a vision of four beasts. Uh, a lion, I'm sorry? I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't yeah, yeah. mean to interrupt. So he's given a um, four beast, a lion with eagle's wings, a bear, a four-headed leopard, and a ten-horned beast. And they, he says in Daniel 7, verses 17 and 23, these beasts symbolize kingdoms and the rulers of their kingdoms. And he also says in that chapter that these would, these would be on the earth at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ, when the Ancient of Days would come back and establish His kingdom here on the earth. So, if we take what, the, and if you look at the, those modern day nations, the symbols of them, the most prominent one for the lion, the lion had eagle's wings, the lion is Great Britain, the eagle's wings is the United States, the Bible says that Daniel said, I beheld till the eagle's wings were plucked, made stand upon a feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. So the modern day nation symbolized by the eagle that was plucked out of Great Britain, which is our mother country is the United States of America. And then the um, leopard is Germany, the, the bear is Russia. The ten horn beast that he saw in Daniel 7 was the, uh, symbolizes the current European Union, the revived Holy Roman Empire. Uh, 
Now, jump forward 650 years to when John is exiled out on the Isle of Patmos. He writes the book of Revelation. Revelation um, chapter 12 and 13 are uh, parenthetical chapters. And so when he comes to Revelation 13 verses 1 and 2, he sees a combo beast. He said he didn't say, I see four beasts coming out of the sea. I saw one. It had the body of the leopard, Germany, the feet of the bear, Russia, the mouth of the lion, Great Britain, and the ten horns of the ten horn kingdom, symbolizing the European Union. But the eagle's wings are not mentioned there. Where, what happened to the eagle, the United States? All the other nations are mentioned. Well, if you jump back one chapter, then you find, in, once we hit Bible prophecy, the eagle's wings are referring to the modern-day nation of the United States. And, when, and if you look at Revelation 12 very closely, it talks about the woman with 12 stars around her head. That's Israel. And then it says when she's persecuted in the end, when Satan is bound to the earth, and the Bible says, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because Satan comes down into you having great wrath, and he persecutes that woman. The Bible says she's carried away on the wings of a great eagle, where she is nursed in her place for time, times, and half a times. So once we hit Bible pop- prophecy... The eagle becomes, the eagle's wings are symbolic of the United States. All of those nations are mentioned in Revelation 12 and 13, but the United States is not mentioned as part of the world governing body in Revelation 13. It's mentioned as protecting Israel in the end time. Daniel 7 is the key chapter to understand. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. God bless you. All right, Tom. Thank you for the call, my friend, and God bless you as well. And that's something that I'm going to do, folks. Um, We taught the original, understand, I'll let you guys in on a little secret here. They're not out yet, but um, we taught the original, understanding the end time 1 through 14. My father-in-law started teaching the lessons in the 60s. Again, he started teaching that... um, the United States, modern, nation, modern nations in the Bible, different things, way back in the late 60s. In his first book, A Message for a President in 1986, it was the first time to our knowledge that the United States and other modern nations was published in a book. Also in the book, Irvin Baxter published that the Berlin Wall would come down, the two Germanys would reunite, and that would be the catalyst that would launch us into a new world order. Well, that was in 86. In 89, when the wall came down, Everybody. I mean, we sent a copy to Ronald Reagan, the president. The book was called A Message for the President. It blew up and went crazy. Everybody, all the news stations, everybody wanted to know, how in the world, Irvin Baxter, did you know this? He said, it's in the prophecies of the Bible. And so we eventually taught, we put out a flip chart. Some of you still have the flip chart. You've told me at prophecy conferences where um, we taught through the understanding of the end time, 10 lessons. Then we taught the Understand the End Time 14 lessons. We went from VHS originally to DVD. Then we went on TV with it. Well, we went on TV with the the most recent set in 2009-2010. The plan was for Irvin Baxter and I, because he was bringing me in alongside him. This was pre-Doug and Vince on the radio at this point. He was, and, And I had been working with him for years. I was the editor of the End Time magazine, different things. So... He said, Dave, I want me and you to shoot a new set of DVDs, understanding the end time, 
but they're going to be all updated. We'll take out all the dated stuff because the prophecies stay the same, but the characters change. We learn, we get more proofs, a lot of different things. Well, we were supposed to start shooting that in January of 2021. Irvin Baxter passes away in November of 2020. So I look at our staff and I say, okay, now what? And this information is so important, we all decided, you know what, we've got to go ahead and do it, um, which was going to happen anyway. I mean, that was just kind of almost like a given. So I started shooting these. I started putting them together last year. I got finished, believe it or not, with the shooting part in August, a few months ago. It's with a production company right now. And those will be available. It looks like we were hoping by Christmas. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, we, see, we received kind of like a first rendering of it. Wasn't satisfied. So we went back to them and said, no, nope, that's not what we want. So now they're redoing it. Um, several of the lessons. And it looks like it's going to be available right after the first of the year. And from all I can tell, unless I'm just shocked by it. But um, all the new updated stuff. Well, we're going to get back to the basics here. My article that's coming out, my prophecy conferences next year, everything, we're going to get back to the basics because when you get involved in geopolitical situations and all these different topics, you almost get to the point where you can't see the forest because you're so deep down into the trees, right? So we need to step back out of it and say, okay, here's what the prophecies you need to understand are because we've got so many new listeners, uh, it's just unreal, And we want to say, okay, here's the prophecies you need to understand. Here's the proofs we have. Here's the new proofs that we found. It's very cool. It's all updated. And this is what we're going to be doing uh, over the next several months is going back to the basics. My article in Jan Feb uh, issue of End Time Magazine is uh, understand the end time back to the basics because you've got to understand the foundational principles of Bible prophecy. There's no sense in me... Doug, Vince, getting on the radio every day and saying, hey, here's what's happening in uh, Russia, Ukraine, China, uh, um, Taiwan, Iran, Israel, the United States, and you say, why in the world are these guys talking about this if you don't understand the prophecies? And we're, we're so rushed when we get on the radio, we're hitting the treetops of everything. So we're going to kind of slow down a little bit and say, okay, here's what's coming, and here's what you need to understand, and we're going to make sure you guys get it because it's so, so important. What a travesty it would be to go through the end times without a clear understanding of these prophecies. You, you're not even going to understand. I, I'm, I'll be interviewing uh, some people here in the near future that deal with economics at a very high level and a lot of different things, but the, and, and they don't have the prophetic perspective of it. I'm going to be filling them in as we do the interviews. And that's what I've done on a lot of my radio television interviews is I went on and they know all the, the political and the religious side, but they don't have the prophetic side. And so that's what, uh, one of the things we really need to understand going off into the end time. We're going to make sure that that happens. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, part two. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Well, welcome back, everybody. And I do want to say again uh, that I want to recognize and give honor to our veterans on this Veterans Day. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your service. I know we have a lot of partners, a lot of people that follow us that are uh, veterans. And I don't care if you're a male. I don't care if you're a female. I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian. That's irrelevant to me. If you're a veteran, thank you. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I'll remember you in my prayers because I know a lot of you guys are dealing with a lot of stuff that you've seen or were a part of that nobody should ever be a part of. And I do want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and from End Time Ministries. We love you and we appreciate you so much, not just today, but every day. Because I'm allowed to do what I'm doing behind this desk, speaking the truth, and having freedom of speech, uh, by and large, because of what you've done. You've protected these things. You've stood a post somewhere. You've fought and died for these freedoms, many of our family members. And so, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your service, regardless of what it was. Thank you. All right, folks, back to the phones. I think Chuck in California was next. God bless Chuck. Welcome to End of the Age. Good afternoon, Dave. Uh, thanks for taking my call, and and thanks for acknowledging the veterans on Veterans Day today. Uh, yes, sir. I'm retired from the Army uh, for a couple of decades. Oh, and, yeah. And um, uh, what I wanted to know about is I, uh, I've been listening to you for a couple of years, and I've not heard you address this issue. Yes. Uh, in Daniel uh, versus... Uh, 11 and 12 and chapter 12. Yes, sir. It uh, talks about, you know, I know about the times, times, and half a time, mm-hmm. and the 1260 days, but what about the 1290 days and the 1330 days yeah. in those verses? Yeah, what's that, what's that extra 75 days there? The thing right. is, is that this is another one I've got to tell you that we don't know for sure. Um, I do know, the Bible talks about many times the duration of the Great Tribulation, which is 1,260 days, 42 months, uh, time times and half a times. 
So, what is those extra days there in Daniel 12, 11 through 12? We know that the, at the end of the Great Tribulation, um, the vials of the wrath of God occur, the battle of Armageddon occurs, and the second coming of Jesus Christ occurs. So if you study right. these scriptures, it appears, and so we know the timing of this, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the vials of the wrath of God will begin to be poured out. The way I know that is because the very first vial of the wrath of God is poured out upon those who receive the mark of the beast during the great tribulation period. And so I know that that happens right there at the very end. And then the vials of the wrath of God are poured out upon those armies that come down against Israel to battle. They're localized in Israel. And then the Bible says, after the sixth vial, behold, I come as a thief. So I know those things happen immediately after the tribulation. So when we look at these scriptures, you're looking at a three and a half year period, and then the Bible tacks on 75 days. In our opinion, this was the opinion of my father-in-law and me, Doug, Vince, um, that... That's the dur that could be, and and again I'm speculating, that could be the duration of the great tri- or the Battle of Armageddon. There, how long does the Battle of Armageddon last? It could last uh, for you know an extended period of time, maybe a few months. I don't know for sure, and uh, but before everything is culminated, from the Great Tribulation all the way to the very end, when the last vials of the wrath of God are poured out. The Antichrist, the false prophet, are cast into the lake of fire, and God establishes His kingdom here on the earth. That period there, how long does that last? I don't know. This could be telling us. However, I can only speculate because I can't, I can't give a step one, two, three here in the Scripture and say, hey, this is what this is referring to. All I can tell you is what I know from the Scripture is going to happen right after the Great Tribulation and that is what I just told you. Uh, if that's what this is referring to, which it's likely that it is, but again, I'm speculating, um, that's the best answer I can give you uh, at this point, Chuck. Uh, well, here, here was my speculation on it. I was wondering if maybe we could be raptured after the 1260 days, and then those extra days would be when the marriage of the Lamb takes place and the seven uh, vials are poured out on the earth, and we escape that, um, that period of wrath. Yeah, well, I know that the rapture, the marriage supper of the Lamb, and when the Lord comes back to fight on behalf of Israel at the Battle of Armageddon, that happens just within a day or so because we're raptured, we have the marriage supper of the Lamb in the sky, and then He goes back to fight on behalf of Israel at the Battle of Armageddon. And so that all happens, you know, just in a matter of probably hours in our world, the way we look at it from finite human beings. Um, and so how that all plays out as far as, because there's a lot of things happen. If you go from Revelation 16, jump chapter 17 and 18, because they're parenthetical chapters and go into 19, all the way down to everything wraps up and he establishes his kingdom here on the earth. That could be the 75 day period at the, all the way at the end of the battle of Armageddon. At this point, Chuck, I, I, again, I can only tell you that I'm speculating. I do know what happens during that period, but if that's the entire 75-day period here, um, you know, I, again, at this point, I'm simply speculating. Okay, well, great. That, I was 
basically wanting your opinion on it. Yes, sir. And you gave me a lot of good things to think about. Very good. All right, my friend. Well, thank you, Chuck, for the call, and God bless you, and thank you for your service. Okay, God bless you. Thank you. Let's go to Annabelle in Missouri. God bless Annabelle. Welcome to End of the Age. Thank you. Um, I was wondering if you all had seen or heard that uh, there's a group of uh, rabbis in Israel that say they have found their Messiah, and he's 33 years old. Hello. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering if this, if they're believing that truly, if that will hasten perhaps the building of the new temple. Yeah. So I do not believe, I have heard about that. I do not believe that he is the Messiah. Absolutely not. The Bible says in Matthew 24, and I'm not saying that's what you're saying. I'm just saying, I'm giving you my take on it. Um, That the Bible says in Matthew 24, Jesus said, when they tell you that the Messiah is here, or if he's out in the desert, or if he's over in this room, don't go. Because as the lightning Mm -hmm. flashes from the east unto the west, that's how the coming of the Son of Man will be. And that simply mm-hmm. has not happened yet. When the Messiah right. comes back, He will part the clouds and He will come back with the saints. The Bible says the armies of heaven, the, the book of Jude says He will come back with ten thousands of His saints. So anybody, there have been many times when the Jews said we found the Messiah or other people, um, Sun Young Moon of the old Moonies, um, he claimed to be the Messiah. Until mm-hmm. those clouds split open, and I hope to be, matter of fact, I'm going to be by the, by the grace of God, I'm going to be with him at that point. He will come back and plant his feet upon the Mount of Olives. At that point, the, I mean, up until this point, the Battle of Armageddon hasn't even begun yet. So mm-hmm. when somebody claims to be the Messiah, even if it's a Jewish rabbi in Israel, I simply do not believe that. No, I don't believe it is, but they wouldn't show his face, but you could tell that he had dark black hair and uh, yeah. had the little, I don't know what they call those little black hats they wear on their head. Yeah, kippa. Kippa. He yeah. uh, had one of those on. Yeah. But uh, I know a lot of those aren't believers in Jesus at this time. And right. so I just thought if they assume him as their Messiah, they would start the temple for him to sit in. Right. Probably not the last time that that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you much, Annabelle, and God bless you, my friend. Thank you, sir. Okay. Let's go to Rose in Washington. God bless Rose. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for uh, getting my call. Absolutely. Okay. Are you good? Um, Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I'm so sorry. I can hear you. I got some clicking noise in there, but... Yeah, I, yeah, I can, yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. So, yes, I wanted to share something that um, I came across, and it's really fascinating, and hopefully you will find it, find it as fascinating as I did. Yeah. It's uh, regarding uh, Revelation 12, uh, the woman with the 12 stars over her head. Yeah. So maybe you can relate to this, but I've discovered that, you know, the Catholic church, along with the modern-day Christian church, uh, teachings are worlds apart, specifically when it comes to the Mother of God. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that in the Catholic world, uh, they have such thing as a study of Mary called Mariology? Absolutely. Uh, 
So if you visit the National Shrine here in Washington, D.C., as soon as you go in, you see the four mysteries in the ceiling, which is beautiful. It's basically Jesus' entire life up until the judgment. Uh, but also something very fascinating, you maybe already know this, uh, there's over 80 tiny chapels honoring the Mother of God. Have you been there before? I've never been there, no. Oh, that is definitely a place to visit for sure. Um, all sorts of people come here to pray regarding of their nationality, language, creed, culture. It's truly a beautiful place. And, you know, Matthew eighteen twenty says, wherever two or three gather in my name, I am there. Yeah. So um, definitely you feel God's presence as soon as you walk in. Uh, so now, you know, I've been studying Mariology. So the second that I read Reve- Revelations 12, verse 1, mm-hmm. it is basically describing a Madonna, which is Virgin Mary, um, modern-day Madonna. Um, if you go in there and you look at the different um, statues and pictures, some are wearing tiaras, others are standing over the moon. Um, and very specifically, there's one with 12 stars over her head, and that is the, um, the Italian version of Mary, which is Our Lady of Pompeii. Okay. And um, regarding the two giant eagles, and this is going to get a little bit um, touchy, um, there's actually um, a virgin uh, that portrays this also, which is Our Lady of Guadalupe. Okay. And um, her very name in nati- native language, it, it translates to she who breaks stamps and crushes the serpent. Okay. And if you look at the Mexican flag, you will automatically see an eagle. So, and Our Lady of Guadalupe is considered to be the patron of the Americas, which is right. Canada, so, America, and um, Mexico. So, Rose, I, Rose, I've got a question for you. Do you believe that the woman with 12 stars around her head in Revelation 12 is Mary? N- no. Okay. No. So but I, I, I believe, right. But I, but I think that it's a very, uh, it's a very specific way to describe the woman. And if you look at the chapter that comes before that, it talks about two witnesses, and okay. male. You think they're going to be male? And before that, the chapter before that talks about a fresh new prophecy. So why is it that 12 is being given to a nation when it's specifically addressing a woman? Right. So I can't answer that question. Who right. is the question so, is the question here is who is the woman in Revelation 12? Okay? So I think it's going to be probably a modern in modern age Madonna. Okay. Um so, Okay, maybe so I, Yeah, so I, I I do thank you for that Rose. I'm I'm coming up to a break. And uh, I've got a lot of callers. I'm going to have to let you go. I'll I'll answer the question right after the break. And then uh, we'll get to some more callers. I do thank you for that. God bless you. And uh, folks, we'll answer Rose's question when we get back. And then we'll get off into some more calls. And I'll try to get to everybody before the end of the break. God bless. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Okay, so let me answer the question very quickly. Who the woman with 12 stars around her head? Because I know there are a lot of people that even the, uh, the 12 stars on the European flag that was based off of the fact that Arsene Heights, who was the creator of the flag, wanted to make sure there was a religious element into the European Union. And he believed that the, uh, in Revelation 12 that the woman with 12 stars was the Virgin Mary. However, that is simply not the case. Let me answer the question here. Revelation 12, 1 and 2 and 5, the Bible says, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. Remember Revelation chapter, uh, in the book of Revelation, where it says, Jesus Christ will rule the, the nations with a rod of iron in the millennial reign. Just throw that in there real quick. The Bible says, And her child was caught up to God and to His throne. So, the first clue for the identity of the woman is found in Genesis 37, 9. Okay, you might want to write this down. Uh, obviously, that's in the Old Testament. And it's, it's uh, in the Old Testament when we're talking about the, um, the character in the Old Testament by the name of Joseph, okay? So again, I'm in Genesis 37, 9. The Bible says, and, and Joseph, the dreamer, remember the coat of many colors and everything? The Bible says he dreamed he had another dream and he told his brethren and he said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. So the symbolism is very clear. The eleven stars represented Joseph's eleven brothers. Joseph had twelve sons, including Joseph, who became the father of the twelve tribes of Israel. So the twelve stars upon the woman's head symbolized the twelve tribes of Israel. The sun and the moon represented Joseph's father and mother. So the woman here in Revelation 12 is the nation of Israel. Okay? And I also want to interject something about the war in heaven because you've got to understand, if you're trying to understand Revelation 12, you've got to get through this stuff. The, um, in, in Revelation 12, mentioned later on, it, it, it helps to identify the woman if you go to Revelation 12, 7. The Bible says there was a war in heaven. Michael and his archangels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought against his angels. Um, and the dragon and his angels fought. There were, there's a parallel passage of Scripture uh, to this that's located in the book of Daniel 700 years earlier in Daniel 12, 1. At the time Michael shall stand up, we're talking about the great tribulation here. The great prince which standeth up for the prince of thy children, and uh, for the children of thy people, and thou shalt, there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since the, um, a nation, even uh, that thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. So Michael is standing up and fighting against the dragon in Revelation 12 and Daniel 12, 1. 
Revelation 12 is referring to the beginning of a war in heaven. That starts the Great Tribulation. Daniel 12 is talking about the same thing. So, in Matthew 24, Jesus uses almost the exact same terminology when He talks about the time of the Great Tribulation. He said, "...such as never has been before, nor ever will be again." Daniel 12, 1 continues to say that God's people will be delivered. Okay, you understand who we're talking about here. Who's God's people? At that time, it was Israel. So the, the reference to thy people, that's referring to Israel. And the Bible says that the dragon made war against the woman. So who is that? That's the nation of Israel. The woman with 12 stars around her head. So that's the woman clothed with the sun. Uh, and that is, that's a symbol of the nation of Israel in Revelation chapter 12. I just want to make sure I cleared that up because some people, uh, there, there's a huge teaching today that the woman with 12 stars around her head, that's why the 12 stars, there are 27 member nations of the European Union now. Why are there just 12 stars on the flag in a circle? It's on their license plate, it's everywhere. Because Arsene Height, the designer of the flag, wanted to make sure there was a religious element and he believed Revelation 12, 1 was the Virgin Mary. And I understand uh, the previous caller didn't, didn't believe that, but I wanted to make sure uh, that you guys understood the, the true definition of that. Okay, let me go to, um, let's see, I think Bonnie's next in Illinois. God bless Bonnie. Welcome to End of the Age. Thanks for what you do. Seriously. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. It's important. Um, I just wanted, I was listening to a, a, one of your recent programs and yes. uh, somebody had asked about, uh, are we supposed to call Jesus Yeshua? Yes. And um, I just wanted to share a very serious alert and warning for uh, people who are saying this. Uh, there are some very dangerous doctrines. It sounds nice, but there are some very serious doctrines linked to uh, some of these people pushing this. We have a friend who got involved with the Hebrew Roots Movement. There's yeah. a, a little history behind it. It's been around since, I think, the, the mid-1900s. Um, he, first of all, now this is all after he got baptized. Um, he and his wife moved to Lithuania. He couldn't understand what they were saying their language, so they just started, I don't know how, keeping the Sabbath. He eventually uh, dumped on Paul, saying that Paul's a false teacher, and he eventually uh, got rid of Jesus, the apostles in the New Testament. He and his fellows are now saying that the resurrection never happened. And this, it's, it's subtle, but it's completely duped him and these other people. Yeah. So watch out for these people. Right. Yeah, I've, I've actually had um, some friends of mine that went from believing in Jesus as the Messiah and they were born again and different things and they went back into believing just Yeshua and they actually believed that we were still under the law. Yes. And so, Our and they started. Only they keeps yeah. the Sabbath. Yeah, he absolutely. And they, they started wearing zitsies and everything. Yeah, so well, I, I understand what you're saying here, Bonnie. And that's something that's very important. Um, and I've got the question many times over the years people that come 
that would come in and believe we're just under the law. But the, here's the thing I pose, the question I pose to people like that. And there are many things. I could provide scriptures and everything. It takes us to rest of the program and many others. But if the law was working, the Bible says that we're not under the law right now. If you've been born again, we're living in the dispensation of grace. But the thing is, if the law was working, then why did Jesus Christ come and die? He came and died in vain. If the law was working, the Bible says no flesh was justified by the blood of bulls and goats. The law was simply a schoolmaster bringing us to Christ. Once Jesus Christ come here, who was a sinless human being, he was God manifest in the flesh, and he died on the cross, then his blood covers our sins, and that was our last sacrifice once and for all. So, no, we're not under the law. Once you've been born again, you're not under the law anymore. And so, it's very important that people understand that. And, you know, the Bible says, all you do in word or deed, do in the name of Jesus Christ. I mean, we're in, um, Jesus Christ is simply the New Testament, or the um, English uh, form. In the, so in the Hebrew, you would say Yeshua, if you were pronouncing the name of Jesus. In Hebrew, you would say Yeshua. In English, you say Jesus. Uh, but some people, yeah, like to get caught up in that, like they're going back in under the Hebrew roots and into the law and things like that. Anybody that's born again, Christian, um, not under the law anymore. Okay, Jesus came to pull us out of that. Once he died on the cross, purchased a new plan of salvation, now we've got uh, New Testament spiritual realities. So, Well, you can't even use, um, I can't even use anything in the New Testament to convince him because he believes that Jesus is not in the Old Testament, yeah. and they have rejected everything in the New Testament. But I think that one powerful piece of evidence that actually Irvin Baxter is responsible for in his being able to, he was blessed by God to begin to uh, see and understand uh, the prophecies that are given in Revelation. And I have started using this with him and his people, his friends who are like attacking me now, but um, that, uh, well, I go with the evidence, and the evidence is that the end-time prophecies given in Revelation are actually coming true, so I don't accept anything you say. Yeah. Hey, Bonnie, let me give you, let me give you a scripture before we get off the phone here. Let me give you a scripture. Okay. Isaiah 12, 2. If you go to Isaiah 12, 2, it says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. If you go to the word salvation there, behold, God is my salvation. Look up the original word in the Hebrew. It's Yeshua. Y-S-U-A, Yeshua. Look that up. If you pronounce that in English, it's Jesus. So your friend that is going back under the law and say Jesus is not in the Old Testament, of course, that's a whole Bible study, but just ask them about Isaiah 12 too. Um, we have, I've got a friend of mine who's a pastor. Years ago, he was talking to a rabbi, and Isaiah 12 too was in a museum that the rabbi was showing him and a group of his people through, and the pastor said, Rabbi, can you quote that scripture in Hebrew? And he went down through there, and he quoted it, and he said, now you can, can you pronounce that word 
for salvation there. Can you pronounce that in English? And the rabbi said, well, pastor, I will do it. I, I would do it, but you'll tell my friends. And, and the, uh, my pastor friend said, no, I'll just tell my friends. And he said, Jesus. Oh. So Isaiah 12, 2, look it up. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. God bless you, my friend. I'm going to let you go. i got a lot of calls. Let's go to Brenda in California. God bless Brenda. Welcome to End of the Age. Hello, Dave. How are you today? I am tremendous. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. I am so thankful that God provided uh, someone when Irvin passed. I know you probably felt kind of overwhelmed at first, but you're doing a great job, and I thank God for you. And and Doug and Vince. Yes, thank you very much. Certainly appreciate uh, that. What I wanted to, uh, just the point where you were first talking about uh, America being the great eagle, yes. I do agree with that. But I used to think, well, what is America, how are they going to save the Jews when Israel is already in Israel? But then I realized that there are Jews around the world. Yeah. And so the way I kind of understand it now, I wanted to get your thoughts, is that during that time, after the Jews in Judea and the West Bank are persecuted, Jews around the world are going to begin to have um, enormous persecution against them. And I think the uh, U.S. will fly them to Israel. Hey, Brenda, uh, Brenda, I've got 45 seconds, so let me answer Let me give you my opinion real quick. And I'm sorry to cut you off here, but I just got a real short period of time. The thing is, is that it, when we get to the end there, the Bible says that Satan will persecute Israel, she'll be protected by the United States against the world governing body. But out in, what Jesus prophesied about those in Judea, out in the West Bank area, said there would be great tribulation there, such as never been before, never will be again. So we're going to try to get those Jews to come out of Judea into Israel proper. If you understand how Israel is situated today, and those Jews from around the world, at least to Israel proper or the United States, which will be the two safest places on earth for them. And so, man, I'm out of time, you guys. I love you all. Have a great weekend. And thank you, veterans. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.